Thanks for tuning in. I'm Michael Watson, and this is the Influence Watch podcast. In this episode, Big Labor outlines its radical agenda for 2020 and beyond, Planned Parenthood gives up some of its federal funding, and we mark the 80th anniversary of a diplomatic crime, the Hitler-Stalin Pact that paved the way for World War II in Europe. At the convention of the Iowa State AFL-CIO, National AFL-CIO President Richard Trumka issued a demand to prospective presidential candidates seeking the endorsement of the nation's largest federation of labor unions. Quote, Tell us about your plan to make it easier to form a union and harder to bust it. Closed quote. In total, 15 of the Democrats running for the party's nomination for president spoke at the Iowa AFL convention. The Service Employees International Union at a convention in Milwaukee demanded unions for all, including mandatory nationwide bargaining in the restaurant industry. Senator Bernie Sanders, the self-described Democratic Socialist from Vermont, appears to have learned nothing from his disputes as a unionized employer. He released a plan vowing to at least double union membership. Left unstated is that this would require substantial coercion. Releasing a laundry list of union favors based on his misleadingly named Workplace Democracy Act proposal. That bill, like the related House Democratic Leadership-backed Protecting the Right to Organize Act, would reopen many doors to union coercion that were closed after union abuses in the post-World War II period. The bill would give government mediators the power to hand down a first contract without the consent of either the employee or the employer, give unions the power to strangle the economy by targeting the customers of the companies they protest, and to coerce thousands of employees to pay for unions they oppose by overriding all state right-to-work laws. Sanders's bill would also eliminate the secret ballot in union organizing elections, allowing unions to organize and collect forced dues from all affected employees based on publicly signed cards, known as card check. Sanders's new proposal would go even further, expanding the SEIU's demand for sectoral bargaining, giving unions the power to dictate wages and working conditions for millions of employees who want nothing to do with big labor. Planned Parenthood, which recently ousted National President Leanna Wen for allegedly insufficient revolutionary zeal for the political agenda of expanding and publicly funding abortion, will be losing a reported $60 million in annual federal funding because it isn't willing to give up performing abortions. On Monday, a new federal rule took effect requiring organizations receiving funds through the government's Title X contraception programs to neither perform abortions nor to provide explicit referrals for abortions. The rule also requires physical separation between federally funded Title X facilities and facilities that provide abortions. The rule is intended to carry out a provision of the law establishing Title X, which reads, quote, None of the funds appropriated under this title shall be used in programs where abortion is a method of family planning. Planned Parenthood, unwilling to separate its abortion business from its other health care programs, sued. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals denied the group's request to issue an order blocking the rule. A similar rule promulgated by the Reagan administration that never went into force had been upheld by the Supreme Court in the early 1990s. In our final item, Friday the 23rd of August marks a dark anniversary. Eighty years since the signing of the German-Soviet non-aggression pact, known as the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact after the men who signed it, Soviet Foreign Minister and Stalin lackey Vyacheslav Molotov, and Nazi Foreign Minister and war criminal Joachim von Ribbentrop. The pact secured Hitler's Eastern Front until the time and place of the Nazi dictator's choosing, divided and dismembered the Second Polish Republic, and allowed Soviet dictator Joseph Stalin to overrun and occupy the Baltic states of Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania for half a century, with a brief interruption for their occupation by Hitler after the Nazi dictator broke the pact. The pact set the stage for World War II in Europe 
which would begin nine days later. Among the consequences of the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact was a whiplash in the Communist Party of the Soviet Union's approach to Nazi Germany. Whereas previously the Soviets had been militantly opposed, and in the Spanish Civil War militarily opposed, to Nazi and fascist expansionism, the pact led the Comintern, the Soviet-directed central organ of world communist parties, to oppose not the Nazis, but the Western allies of Great Britain and France, the Nazis' enemies in the coming World War. Among those national communist parties that flip-flopped on the Reich alongside Moscow Center was the Communist Party of the United States of America, which on the 22nd of August 1939 was riding high at the end of a red decade as a key component of a left-wing popular front with membership roles swelled with anti-Nazis. After the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact was announced, the Comintern directed the CPUSA to end its popular front alliance with New Dealers and agitate for American neutrality and hostility to Great Britain and the Western Allies. In consequence, the CPUSA and CPUSA-aligned front organizations lost members en masse as liberal-leaning anti-Nazis fled the party. Both the Soviet Union and the CPUSA would reverse their positions on Nazi Germany again when Hitler invaded the Soviet Union in June 1941. Consequences of the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact can still be seen on the map of Europe today. The territories of Poland claimed by the Soviet Union in the Pact's secret protocol and seized after the Soviet invasion of Poland two weeks after Hitler's invasion were never returned to the Polish state. That's our show for this week. If you're listening to this on YouTube, we encourage you to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher, and if you have subscribed, thank you, and please leave us a five-star rating. We'll see you next week.